Jose, I say, Jose, it's time to wake up. Oh, buenos dias, senorita. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Hey, Michael, mi amigo, pay attention, it's Joe time. So it is. Pierre, you rascal, you. Let's put on the show. Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. <whistles> oh, pardon, madame. That whistle was for my good friend, Fritz. Ach, to lieber, I almost fell out of my upper perch. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. To paraphrase what Sam the American Eagle would say, it's a salute to all things Walt Disney, but mostly Walt Disney World. A former cast member, a longtime lover of the parks, and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, Dave brings you his unique perspective about the Walt Disney World Resort. Now please remain quietly seated throughout our tour, and we ask that there be no eating, drinking, smoking, or flash photography. Our podcasters are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. So put on your virtual mouse ears, sit back, and relax, and enjoy the podcast. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. We're going to continue the discussion with Kurt talking about going solo through Disney and some of the fun things that you can do at Disney World uh, going by yourself. So Kurt, let's continue our discussion. I know my, uh, my kids miss me and they're jealous when I do go by myself. Um, it does happen occasionally and they're, they're like, oh, you went to Disney World without us? Oh. But, you know, we, we go enough where I think I make up for it with them. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're, you're fortunate that way. I, I I have a feeling that I would be um, running my gas bill up or outrageously if I lived within four or five hours. Yeah, that, that's well, you know. Yeah, that's the other problem. Uh, is it you know it, it tends to it tends to get pricey every time you go. With more gas, another hotel stay, another this. You know, it just yeah. just adds up. And hence the reason why I tend to stay off property because I can kind of economize a little bit. Um, yeah. as, as much as I love staying on property, I mean, I do, but it's just, you know, it's about economizing. If I'm going to go more often for shorter trips, good by me. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, from, you know, from my standpoint, from coming out of state, uh, I almost <laughs> always try to stay on property so I can maximize my Disney experience. Mm -hmm. You know, the Disney experience being, as you said, not the ride so much, but uh, the atmosphere and the cast members and, and the whole just feeling of the place. Um, so if I can stay at an all-star resort, um, and you know, typically you, you can stay at an all-star resort during the week for, for 90 or hundred bucks a night. Yep. Um, you know, and I know that Orlando, uh, there are a lot of cheap hotels in Orlando, but if it starts getting below 60 or 70 bucks a night, I start getting nervous about the quality. You know? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that's just me. And, and you, but you, you do have to know where to go. You have to know which ones are, are, right. are you can stay at that are clean, that are 70 bucks a night and so on. Right. Um, yeah, and, and maybe you get some specials too. I don't travel enough to have any specials. But so, so what I do is, you know, I typically go down and, and on my way in and out of Florida, I'll stop at Orlando on, you know, Thursday night or, and uh, I'll stay at, the, uh, at one of the all-star resorts, you know, 90 bucks. Um, and, 
still busy experience, and and of course you've got all the benefits of staying on property. Right, right. Um, that's that's the other side of it too. If you do stay there, yeah. And uh, uh, you know, of course, they don't have any great restaurants. Food court's not terrible, and and you could certainly get up and at seven and, and get out of the get out of your room as quickly as you want when you're going solo. You know, it's your own pace. Mm-hmm. You know, have breakfast someplace that you love. Um, and, uh, and hit a rope drop, hit one of the parks for rope drop if you want. Uh, plus, you've got the extra magic hours. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. last time I was there, um, my one-day full park jaunt, you know, I was, able, I, I was able to go to Epcot, you know, like get in at 8 o'clock, have dinner, see illuminations, but they had extra magic hours till midnight, so then I was able to hit my rides, mm. you know. And, and then, just, then just, of course, everybody's got their own favorite things to do. One of my favorite things to do is to walk around the International Showcase at night. Um, yeah. Epcot. And uh, I was, you know, so I did that for, you know, for however long it took. It's a nice, to me, a nice leisurely walk. Um, but, um, and, and really neat. And, and uh, so, you know, that's, I mean, that's the way I typically do it when I go. But again, that's, that's the out-of-towners view. Sure. You know, there's there's certain things that I like to do. There's you know, if people talk about what makes you feel like you have the Disney magic, and it right. for me, it's it's like you when I when I walk through the the front gate of the Magic Kingdom, there's something really special about it. Oh, absolutely. You know, and you hear the train whistle, and you you smell the popcorn, and you're just like, I'm home. You know, it, it feels like it feels right, yeah. um, and that's one of the key things that I see every time when I when I see that, um, I, I know that I'm there, and I really enjoy that, and that's that's something that I really really like. You know, there's there's other little things I, I like to do. I like I always like to if I have an opportunity, I like to go back by Spaceship Earth, even though everything's changed, all the exhibits and everything have changed. Yeah. I like to go back there where I had that first experience and encounter with a cast member and kind of really kind of uh-huh. learn something. You know, learn something a little different about the way cast members think about things um, before I became one. It, I kind of go back there and just kind of reminisce about that for a moment. It's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of brings me back a little bit, um, and that's another thing I like to do. Uh, and then. Um, there's, you know, just as you say, walking around, walking around world, show, world Showcase is always kind of fun. And uh, I can't help but go back and, you know, kind of want, just wander through some of the shops back in like Liberty Square and that area just because they're kind of neat and they're different. And uh, yeah. you, you don't see much like that around. Yeah, that's for sure. And no, I mean, I mean that, that, one, that one experience, I don't know anybody that loves Disney, but it doesn't love, you know, entering the Magic Kingdom. Uh, you know, first thing in the morning and walking down Main Street towards the castle, I just, nothing else like that. No, there really isn't, is there? It's, it, it has a very special experience. And, you know, you do it with your family and it's great and you do it by yourself and you get that, you know, you, you kind of just, you feel like you just want to put your arms up, scream and run down Main Street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> I know I look like a doofus, but I don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I got my Mickey Mouse shirt and I got my Mickey Mouse ears and I'm ready to go. Yeah. yeah and there's something about that. And it's just, there's a certain um, neat part of that, that that really makes it kind of special. And, you know, when you when you do go do something and you you, you just start to enjoy it and take it in, it, it really makes it pretty cool. Um, yeah, it really does. And uh, you're right. You know, you can you can take in, the, you know, you can take advantage of the fact that you can get up when you want. Um, and there's, that's, I, I don't want to undersell that point because with a family, it's always, it's always more challenging to get everybody organized and out the door. So if you want to be there at rope drop, you know, you've got to, you've got to spend a lot of effort just to get everybody out the door. Um, 
with my family, we typically don't get there until maybe a little after 9, 9.15 maybe. You know, that's just the way things work out for us. Um, when I'm there by myself, I'm there, be I'm there before the, the train comes around to start, uh, start the uh, musical. Right. You know, that's just the way it is. Um, and I have a little time to just kind of wander around. Sometimes I'll actually go over to the contemporary and just walk through the contemporary a little bit early in the morning and then just walk yeah. over from the contemporary because that just works for me. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I, what happened on my last family trip was that, that um, uh, you know, uh, my mother-in-law scheduled a, uh, uh, an early breakfast for us at Chef Mickey's, mm. you know, 740. Um, but we weren't staying at the contemporary, which means we had to get up where we, we were and a lot of people were grumbling and they, you know, tired and then didn't want to run over to Chef Mickey's at 740 in the morning. You know, and I was ready to go, but, but we, yeah, so we all got over there and, and, and we had a great breakfast and there's nothing wrong with that. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a little more stress yeah. to that uh, particular uh, evolution than, than maybe it would have been, <laughs> than maybe we would have liked, you know? And, and uh, uh, you know, of course, once we got there, definitely he's a great place to eat breakfast. Yeah. Um, but it's always going to be crowded. Yep. Uh, it's always going to be full of kids. And, uh, you know, and, and of course the advantage is then you can walk to the Magic Kingdom, um, which is great. Um, but, um, you know, again, to get everybody to Chef Mickey's at 740, or if you actually leave the fine print, they want you there earlier than your reservation, so, you know, 730. Mm -hmm. from, any, from any place other than the contemporary is, is you know, it's an hour, you've got a yeah. family that's used to getting out at 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. <coughs> uh, can, be, can be a bit of an effort. So, yeah. You know. It, it, exactly. You know, and you look, at, you look at the number of, you know, how, how you're able to pull that off with the family. It's, it's hard, and, you know, they'd, they'd rather move at a different pace and... You know, I like you know I like being able to kind of do it on my own like that. It's you know it's kind of fun because then I'm up and I'm out and I don't have to worry about it. Yep, absolutely. No grumbling. <laughs> and if you don't want to eat a huge breakfast, you don't have to. No, exactly. You could skip breakfast completely and just grab a coffee no. or something and just move on your way. Sure. Um, and the other thing is too, going solo. Something I've I've observed over the years. You know, having kids. One of the things that always happens to me when I go to Disney now is I'm saddled with bags, right? You know, just different things that we have to bring with us for the kids and whatever. And we've got you know, oh, yeah. a couple of backpacks and whatever that we're bringing in. And so we have to go through the security line. And, uh, you know, it's not that big a deal. And it's fun to talk to the cast member who's, who's the security guy there. It's always fun. Or girl. Um, but when you go solo, you don't have to take the backpack with you unless you want to. So, you know, the last couple of times that I've been there by myself, nothing in my hands and nothing on my back. And it's just there's something kind of fun about just walking right through, not having to, oh, yeah. not having to worry about that. Um, being unencumbered, as it were, kind of makes it, you know, a little bit more interesting. Um, you know, not having to worry about where did I park the stroller, where did I leave this, do, oh, do I need this to take this in with me, you know, that kind of stuff. It's just, you know, walking along by myself, it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So it's, uh, that makes it just a little more compelling in some ways. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true, uh, uh, especially if you're used to going with small kids and you've got a stroller and you've got a diaper bag and you've got bottled water and you've got... Uh, an extra change of clothes and got, you know, mouse ears and, and the 27 things that the kids want to buy and, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and sure, you know, my four-year-old and mouse ears were the cutest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but having said that, you know, now we have, now we left, you have to be very careful with the mouse ears because if they get, if they get injured or crushed or just, you know, uh, 
sped up in any way. The little one is very upset. And she's crushed. And she's crushed. And, you know, if you have, you know, if you're a normal parent, nothing crushes you faster than your kid being crushed. So, um, <laughs> you know, that you don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And, and you can investigate a lot of things that maybe you couldn't investigate with a group because you have the whole group just all thing. And people will say, yeah, sure, go off and on your own, do what you want. But mm, usually they don't really mean it. <laughs> and I shouldn't say that, you know, some people do really mean it. But, but the tendency is for the group to stay together. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, if you've got family members and you've got in-laws and you've got kids, you know, unless the kids are between, the, you know, our teenagers, the tendency is for the family to stay together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're the only one that wants to ride a small world, <laughs> and, you know, you're kind of out of luck. No, you're right about that. So, uh, and, and uh, I'm not trying to pick on small world, but I happen to like small world, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I like Space Mountain, too. <laughs> so, hey, there's a, there is a certain charm to small world. I, I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I don't, and, and uh, although the prime one is the Jungle Cruise, I love the Jungle Cruise. Nobody else in my family likes the Jungle Cruise because it's gotten so campy. Yeah. That's what I love about it. That, that's the greatest part about it, that it is campy, and it's, you know, it's yeah. totally predictable, and it's just silly. And, my, you know, my understanding is that there was a time when Walt thought it would be serious, you know, that maybe they'd even use real animals, you know, way back when, when mm-hmm. he was originally, originally planning it. But clearly those days are long gone. And, and I don't know that Walt would be upset with what's happened in the Jungle Cruise now. So, um, you know, especially with, with Animal Kingdom there, to, to really do the real, uh, the nature education stuff right so uh uh but i love to to ride um i love to ride the jungle cruise and i rode it at night for all the years i've been going there i've never ridden it at night until two years ago and i rode it at night and that's a whole different experience and probably couldn't have done that if i was there with my family no probably not you know and that's that's the thing you know you pick the attraction you want to do and i there's there's plenty of opportunities to do stuff like that. My my family likes roller coasters. I'm not such a big roller coaster buff, and you know they they get on something, and I go, all right, I'll see you at the exit. Okay, yeah, and that's fine. I'm good with that. But it's just you know, it's it, I wouldn't do that otherwise. Yeah, sure. Um, so it's, yeah, there's a there's a million good reasons to go to Disney, and if you love it like we do, you should definitely try it solo oh. at least once in your life. Yeah, I agree. You you really should try it. It's it's worth doing just just once, just to say you've done it and have some fun mm-hmm. and wander around and kind of take it in like take it in like the big kid that you are. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Or, or that I am anyway. Um, that's the way I feel about it. Um, but that's that's pretty cool. So yeah. Uh, but I think that's. I think that pretty well covers covers the topic anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I, I like I said, you know, just to just you know for final thoughts on it, I I have never, like I said, I've never found anything that that you could do as a family that you couldn't do solo. So, uh, you know, as far as experiences go, I, I don't know of anything that you could do um, at at Disney that you know, with your family that you couldn't do by yourself. Um, yeah. So in terms of Disney experiences, obviously, you know, the personal experience. Right, that's a whole other thing. But you're right. As far as the Disney experience, it's it's a, uh, you get this, you get essentially the same experience and you really get to enjoy it. Um, 
you know, I've been there in different configurations of groups, large families, small parts mm-hmm. of families, um, just a girlfriend, just by myself, you know, my parents. You know, so I've, I've had different configurations, and each one is different and unique. Um, and that's, that's one of the other things that I think is neat about Disney. It kind of it presents itself in different ways depending on who you go with and how you, how you approach the park. Sure. You know, it just kind of it, it makes it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, always kind of fun. And so I, I absolutely encourage anyone who's listening to just give it a try. Go out there. Have some fun. You know, do it, do it by yourself. Um, you know, maybe your family wants to go to Universal one day, and you say, all right, you guys have fun. I'm going to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've been to Universal now twice in my life, and uh, uh, I uh, honestly don't see any reason to go back, but I probably will. But <laughs> Well, your daughter will probably want to see the Harry Potter exhibit at some time. You know, so. Well, see, actually, we actually did go to see Harry Potter this year. Okay, okay. Um, we did not have the best experience at Harry Potter. Yeah, okay. Uh, for a lot of different reasons, but... Um, uh, you know, I, which is a whole separate podcast for you, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it is, actually. That's that's um, probably coming. But I think, I think she was, but I think, I, I feel bad for her because I, she was disappointed because um, uh, she wanted to, because she loves Harry Potter and she's read all the books twice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she's, she's not even 10 yet and she wanted so badly for it to be great. And it wasn't. Hmm. And, I, you know, everybody has their own experience there. My sister and her family went on opening day wow. and stood in line for, uh, you know, seven or eight hours or something outrageous like that just to get in to the, the Harry Potter area there and uh, hmm. uh, just to say they had done it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I guess there's something to be said for that. Well, you know, um, but my, my daughter... Um, was really disappointed, and when I talked to her, she always been kind of sad about it because like, she really wanted to enjoy it more. Um, and you know, which is not to say there aren't there are some great things about it, but but uh, uh, you know, it was it was disappointing. It's that, and that's too bad. I mean, you know, and that's I've. I've been disappointed in, in other attractions. I've been disappointed at Disney a couple of times. Gasp, I know. Sure. And, but, you know, there are certain things that you build up your expectation for, and it's not quite what you'd hope it would be, and that happens. But, you know, the, right. thing, the thing about Disney is there's always, there's always that opportunity to kind of overcome that in some way because you go, okay, yeah. so that didn't work out. Well, let me just go over to the Haunted Mansion. I know what that is, and I'll just enjoy that, and I'll talk to some cast members, yeah. and I'll make up for it. And you oh. feel okay with it. Um, where other parks, that doesn't always work that way. You just don't have that same ability to overcome. And, uh, oh, well, yeah, I, you're, you're right. It, but, but, again, you know, I, to make a point like that, I, I think you know that, you know, when I went to Disney last fall for a day by myself, uh, I, I picked a day, I picked a bad day to go to the Magic Kingdom because it was the day they were shooting the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. So when I was standing outside in front of Rope Drop, and when they dropped the rope and I walked in, and Main Street was already jammed wall-to-wall with people and television cameras and floats. And it, it was not, you didn't, get to, you didn't get to walk around the corner and look down Main Street and see the castle. Right. You walk around the corner and see millions of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, what seemed like millions of people. Felt like millions anyway. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's, that's one thing. And that's a general note for anybody going to visit the parks at any time, right? You should, you should do your homework and... And check and see what's going on down there uh, on the days you're going, because mm-hmm. you may 
not want to go into the Magic Kingdom on the day they're shooting the Christmas parade. And they and they do post all that information. They do warn you, quote unquote, warn you in advance so that you know that um, um, if you if you check. They do if you check. I mean, they're if you have a reservation, they're not going to call you up and say, oh, by the way, the Christmas parade's on the day you're going. You know, but, no, no, it's, but it's it up is to you. On the website, they do post that stuff, mm-hmm. and and you know, I, it's always a case of you know check it out before you go. Um, and and that was, you know, as you said to me, a, a bad day in Disney World is a better day than almost any place else. You know. Yeah. I think <laughs> I've said that many times. Relative. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, isn't it? Um, so what what you would think of as maybe not the greatest day at Disney is usually a much better day than a day you have almost any place else. And, and that was still a great day for me. But but the, the, the little bit of a letdown of, of walking around the corner and not being able to look down Main Street and see the castle and, and and just, you know, all the people and not even being able to really. It was like it was like during a parade, you know, during one of the evening parades. You, know, you just couldn't walk down Main Street because you were just jammed. And uh, yeah, that was... That was a little a bit of a letdown, you know. Yeah, I can certainly understand that. So, but that's a, you know, as a general note, as a visitor, you know, always always keep in mind when you're going and find out because there's a billion sources of information out on the internet about you know what's going on and mm-hmm. when it's going to happen, and and even if the official Disney website doesn't list it, you know, the boards will. You know, somebody will know. Yeah, exactly. You go to the, go to those uh, go to those boards. Go to some of the other websites. Um, you know, there's a couple of sites that keep track of the entertainment schedule, and they'll tell you all the special events that are going on. Exactly. And you know, you know exactly what's going on and at what time, so you can yep. plan around it or plan for it, whatever is appropriate for you. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's, man, now I want to go. <laughs> huh? Now I want to go. I know. I know. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, Kurt, thanks for joining me and uh, talking about uh, Disney World and uh, being solo in Disney World. And uh, we will have to ha- I'll have to do this again and have you back on to talk about another topic in the future. I'd love to do that, Dave. I love, I love Disney World. I love talking about it. And if there's anything I can do for you, you let me know. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if you want me to join you in a research trip to Disney World, I, you know, I could be Oh, I, I think a research trip is. I think that is definitely in the offing. I, I think a research trip has got to come. <laughs> Most of the music you're hearing on this podcast is from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. Craig does a number of things in the techno space. You can find Craig's music on MySpace.com/soundA as an Apple. And my thanks also to Doug over at GeekAcres.net for his rendition of a Jack Wagner classic. And now we've reached our destination in the 21st century. Yes, I know, it went by so fast. But don't worry, because the future is always in front of us. Thanks for riding with us. Please collect your personal belongings and step onto the moving platform. The platform and your car are moving at equal, yet opposite speeds. So watch your head and step. If you have questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, or would just like to ask Dave a question about Disney planning or anything else, send him an email to davesdisneyview at gmail.com. And now, I gotta be moving along. He's looking for a little more adventure I'm heading for a little bit of fun now He's hoping for a little more excitement Time to be moving along It's time to be moving along Time to be moving along